This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 51 of the 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September the 13th. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Horseware, Bait Saddles, and Bed and Barn Farms. Today we bring you a warm, beautiful, and less violent day at the World Equestrian Games. Dressage, eventing, dressage, and reigning were all in the ring today. Recapping dressage is Reese and Philip of the Dressage Radio Show. Samantha guides us through the first day of eventing dressage. And Lisa Coulter from Canada, who is a rainer, shares the highlights of reigning with us. Plus lots of rider interviews and the people of WEG at the end of the show. Listen in. Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Hello, I'm Samantha Clark. And this is Glenn the Geek, and we are your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Welcome to our daily coverage of the Games. Well, it was day number two of competitions here at the World Equestrian Games, and it was a little less... What's the word we want to use? Contentious, a little less um, violent than yesterday. <laughs> so we're I, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I have a little follow up to the endurance controversies of yesterday, but first, as we are doing every day, let's talk about the weather. So a hot, 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 hot. Glenn. It was hot as heck today. It was humid. Uh, felt like we were home in Ocala, Florida, actually. But the, uh, as far as the hurricane is concerned, it has started to hit the coast now. It's working its way a little bit south and over our way. A flash flood watch has been issued for Tryon from Saturday morning at 8 a.m. through Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. It's going to be wet um, in these parts. And so, what but, was that Eddie Murphy thing? Hot and wet, which is not good if you're in the jungle, but yeah. great. <laughs> Should I carry on or not? No. <laughs> I think we get the hint. Okay. <laughs> um, but it may be slowing down a little, which is good for cross-country day on Saturday. So we may get that in before the torrential rains show up. So we can hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so we're going to see what happens with that. It looks like uh, we're, we're definitely going to get some rain. We're definitely going to get some wind. And when it gets here is going to be the key. So that's what's going on there. As far as endurance is concerned, uh, if you were following social media today in the endurance world, you would have seen nothing but talk about what happened yesterday in the endurance world. I do have a statement from Mike Everett. We tried to get somebody on all day long, and nobody is talking. No other riders. We couldn't get anybody from the U.S., except for Mike Everett, who was crewing for Gwen Hall, who is the current AERC national champion for the United States. That's the American Endurance Ride Conference champion for the United States. She was riding, and this is what he said. It hurts in a big way. Our U.S. teams were well-prepared and meeting the demands of the endurance ride yesterday. We competed with great respect for our horses and with the respect of everyone around us. We were professional in every way, and we wanted all of you to be proud of us. We were striving to bring home the team medal for USA. We were poised to accomplish our goals with three still in the ride when our dreams were shattered with the stoppage of the event. Lots of tears. It is hard. It hurts in a big way. Oh, Glenn. So... Now, we do know that the Spanish have filed a grievance today uh, with the FEI because they were actually leading the race when the race was stopped yesterday. So it's a mess. It's just a mess. So that was uh, what they had to say from the U.S. 
Um, at this point, we don't have much more to say that's confirmed, other than we do know the Spanish has filed their grievance. There we go. It's it's going. It's the FEI, so it's going to be months and months and months of investigations and meetings and just yeah. So there we go. Well, let's do this. We're going to get to Reese and Philip doing dressage, and then Lisa Coulter uh, and Samantha. We have all kinds of coverage for you, but first we have to hear from our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. Is your horse currently suffering from metabolic syndrome and insulin dysregulation? Do you have a horse that is at risk for developing insulin resistance? Or a horse with Cushing's disease that may become insulin resistant? Ask your vet about InsulinWise. InsulinWise is a blend of polyphenols and amino acids that support normal insulin regulation in horses. InsulinWise maintains lower blood insulin levels, which is a sign of increased insulin sensitivity. InsulinWise supports a decreased risk of laminitis in insulin-resistant horses. InsulinWise also sustains normal insulin regulation in at-risk horses, reducing the chance of them developing insulin resistance in the future. Fight back against insulin resistance and laminitis. Talk to your vet about InsulinWise today. To learn more, visit kppvet.com. InsulinWise is sold only through licensed veterinarians. Come visit Kentucky Performance Products booth at World Equestrian Games to pick up a button for a chance to win daily prizes and grand prizes, a $500 shopping spree at Smart Pack Equine. Their tent is located next to the Smart Pack in the World Equine Expo Trade Fair. Purchase your Kentucky Performance Products from Smart Pack during the World Equestrian Games and save. You will receive 50%, 50%, I can't talk. You will receive 50% off your first month of Smart Pack orders or 25% off your first auto ship of a bucket product. That's a big savings on Kentucky Performance Products. They're only available here at the Trade Fair. If you want to visit, uh, check out their website, go to kppusa.com. Well, now it is time to find out what happened in dressage today at the World Equestrian Games. And, of course, we have Reese Koffler-Stanfield and Philip Parks, hosts of the Dressage Radio Show here on the Horse Radio Network. And they were here all day watching every freaking test that happened today. And we are going to get a report. Tell us about the day in dressage. First, let's explain today what was happening today in dressage. Yeah, so today, uh, actually, it's been a, quite a nice day. I think from the spectator standpoint, I think things are, people know where to go. There's a little bit more order today. So that, from our perspective, was great. Um, you know, it's been quite and, nice. And what kind of test was it and what, so, what, what were you doing? So yes. The, se- the second half of the Grand Prix competition was today because there's so many riders here. They have to split it into two days. Um, typically, the second day will have your anchor riders, so the second and uh, the third and fourth riders on your team. So this is a day that we're really excited for. This is what we get up in the morning for. Yeah, yesterday was really nice. I mean, that's great, but today is what it's all yeah. about, and today, you know, getting right down to who's going to take home the medals. You know, what what are the places going to be? Um, and you know, horses that we haven't seen that are typically shown in Europe. These are the ones we want to see today. So it was sort of. It's really exciting for us, yeah. even though... I feel like I got a few lessons in dressage starting. I, w- I would <laughs> yeah. say if there's really some rides you want to see from the Grand Prix today, uh, you want to see Carl Hester. I Just watching him ride, it's like literally a lesson and where you class. should be. It's yeah. a master class and where you should be in a dressage test. <laughs> so it started with him. And I heard he's a bit of a showman, too. He uh, Like at the exit. Uh, and kind of a ham at yeah. the end there. Yeah, the, the horse, like, yeah, because the little... of the, all of the clapping and the excitement, the horses get excited, and he was sort of 
not stopping it from happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was encouraging. So and was I think really the crowd fun. was the encouraging. The crowd loves it. Yeah. yeah. So a bit of a showman there. And, uh, and that was, uh, that was exciting. Yeah, I think then the next one that was really worth watching, again, we're kind of giving you the highlights, uh, was Cosmos and Sonika Roth- Rothenberger, who's the young German rider. He's, I think, 23. 23-year-old rider. Um, oh, it, it yeah. was a whole lesson on how, I mean, the Piaf and Passage on that horse is fantastic. I have not seen that horse in That's person. probably, I think, I think it's probably the best all-around horse uh, in Dressau, you know, of the horses today because um, almost everything is a highlight. Canner is a highlight. Pirouettes are a highlight. Um, really, really like that horse. And, yeah, that was fun and, to watch. And I think uh, Sonica is gaining lots of international experience. Yeah. I mean, 23, both his parents were international Grand Prix riders, so I think there's some pressure there, but I seem to handle it beautifully. Um, and then after Sonica, then we sort of got into Casey. I think Casey Perry Glass um, on from her play from, from the United States, States yeah. had a great ride. couple little mistakes. I think she had a mistake on the center line, uh, but very minor. And it was and a great test. Yeah. It yeah was I, I think there was a mistake in the changes as well. But I mean, once, that's right. minor, minor, I mean, in dressage, it's sort of like even the minor mistakes are like, Huge. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, at this level, you know, those little things really, yeah, they, I mean, they add up to points up. And, and points are valuable um, because, well, when it got down to the end of it, the team competition was really, I mean, the Germans, they were taking home the gold. Yeah, yeah we, did have, we, we did have medals today. Yes, yes. we did have medals yeah. today. Germans took the gold. The Germans took the gold, but I mean, we're talking so minute. So we, we saw um, the next really, really good rider was Charlotte Desjardins has a new horse uh, that she brought out, and she's only done six Grand Prix. And uh, the horse's name is uh, Mount St. John's Freestyle. And it's a nine-year-old horse. I mean, it was... Un- that is really, really young for dressage. Really young. Um, it was It was Inexperienced, great but oh. it's a beautiful, wonderfully trained horse yeah. that's that oh. going to be ha- at the top very soon. For sure. For sure. She said she's ridden it since it was five. So she's she, a mare, isn't she? It's a mare. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was just... You watch it, and you could just see the future, and you like got goosebumps from watching her go. So that was pretty amazing. And uh, then we we've also... So we can talk about the team competition. Germany was really far ahead, but um, it so they took three, uh, the four riders from each team rode, and they had a drop score. So they took the three best scores, combined them for a total score, and that's how they uh, determined the medals. Um, so Germany was way ahead with two forty-two point nine five. Um, Laura Grace have a wonderful oh, ride to wonderful finish the ride. day. She was the last rider to go. I'm sure that's tons of pressure because they know she knows exactly what she needs to score for the U.S. to medal. Maybe uh, she doesn't, but the team that they knew back there that she yeah. she had to get pretty close to eighty percent because we didn't talk about Isabel Vert and Bella oh, Rose. I saw her test. By the oh. way, I know nothing about dressage, oh. but I watched her test and went, "Okay, I know why she's number one in the world." She's Unbelievable! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you watch her test, you see what a ten is in Piaf and Passage and the transitions. I mean, you watch that and you're like. Okay, it is achievable. How did she do that? I mean, it was unbelievable. Do you guys find watch. yourself saying, "I want to do that someday"? I mean, I want to do it like now. Like, yes, I mean, yeah, I could get go home, home and ride, ride a bit. I would but do that. <laughs> <laughs> or I would think yeah, I'm Isabel Bear, but try it. Yeah, I am going to every time when I'm now training this. Think, okay, that's what it looks like, and I think that's what you come to these games for, and you want to watch that on YouTube. So I would say, if you're going to watch anything, you need to watch Carl, Sonica, uh, Isabel, and Laura, uh, and Casey. Maybe those were your top. I like um, Patrick Kittle. He had a Patrick small Kittle. mistake. It cost him. Also, yeah, it's a big, powerful horse, but really, yep. really great. Like, 
expression in the in the uh, extended trots were fantastic. Yeah, unbelievable. It was so yeah. pretty. And he's such a tall guy, Patrick. And, you know, a lot of guys look, no offense, Phil, but they look uh, <laughs> big and strong on there. Yeah. No, I mean, guys just aren't as elegant, but he is so elegant on a horse. You look at him and think, how does he do that? He's a really tall guy, and he's beautiful to watch. It's funny because uh, uh, J- Jennifer also commented that he's handsome. So. He's not a bad-looking guy, I'm, uh, ladies. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. any of the. They were all bad-looking. <laughs> he does look good. So you know, if you're gonna spend some time and, and find some horses to watch, I literally all those horses. You're like, oh, okay, that's how it's classically supposed to be done. So. That's why can you we, come here. Can we say now? USA got silver. Yes. Yay. USA got silver. And this was huge. I do not know. It has not happened in my lifetime. I don't know if it... I, we would have to check our facts, honestly. But um, I am not sure it's ever happened in my lifetime. And it was... Uh, I, I We had a listener meetup, but I, 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 I did not come because I haven't seen... I wanted to see them get the medal. It was so cool. Do so you know that Germany has won... Uh, Seven of the eight wags. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and if you watched all of their riders, their drop score was a 75%. So that was their drop. Two of their riders were in the 80% range. So, I mean, we have Laura who, who also was, uh, you know, in the 80% range, but um, she was our only rider. Casey was pretty close, but, you uh, Can know. we mention who was in uh, bronze I'm medal? I'm dying. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I know. Sorry. I know. What well, we'll give the American I'm, I'm score was here. 230. Right 233 was the American score. And uh, So what was, was the difference between first and no, second? Come on. <laughs> no, so Great yeah, Britain almost, for almost Sam. Almost 10%, actually. Yeah, or, Great or Britain. Points. Points. Yeah. Great, Great Britain? Britain was third Yay! at the bronze medal. Yay! And we have to say it was very exciting because the yes. difference between the um, third and fourth place, which uh, fourth was um, Sweden, was 0.2%. Wow. Point two. Yeah. It was close. It was, it was a nail biter. Really so, close for them. Um, yeah, so that's what, why Patrick Kittle's uh, ride was very exciting because you're kind of, oh, you figure it out. Yeah, it was. He had one she little says, mistake little in the pirouettes. Smile. Yeah, <laughs> he had one little mistake in the pirouettes, uh, and that, that was literally probably the. That the was difference. a medal-winning mistake. Yeah, probably it was. Yeah. For do you his think team. it made? We had the eventing dressage, and do you think um, a couple of the Americans, Boyd Martin especially, remarked that he felt like the home crowd. Um, when he went in on his horse, they all there was massive applause, and he felt like that helped him. Do you feel like there was an, a home crowd advantage to the Americans? Do you feel like they punched above their weight being here at trial? I think it's not? a really personal thing, you know, because it's at home. There's a lot of pressure. If I mean, but these riders, I think, at this level, and um, you know, with their experience, pressure is something they like, or they're at least used to. So you you think that. Um, Especially Boyd would eat that up, I think, and maybe yeah, exactly. Him, like, depends on the person, yeah. but yeah, you know, if you and it depends on the horse too. He said his other horses in the past, like Neville or Otis, would have gone mad, but he said his horse Thomas falls behind the leg a bit anyway, and so his so horse he yeah. the he likes the arena, heard the applause, yeah. and he said, "Oh, he started passaging a bit." And I'm like, mm, "Do you think he really did?" <laughs> maybe, he maybe, not the same. maybe Maybe not the same as the other ring on the other side of the <laughs> yeah. building, but but he said it helped him, and he said he also helped Boyd himself. It sort of. Uh, made him, you know, he forgot his nerves for a second because he sort of had a little giggle to himself and then he was yeah. like, right, okay. Yeah, yeah ready to yeah. go. Yeah, I think that's a personal thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, if you've qualified for this and you have a horse that um, is here, it, it thrives on that as well, right? You know, it's going to bring the 
the top to the top. Yeah. You know? and, and that was very evident today. It was really, really special to watch. Yeah. Laura Graves came in and it's oh, the same thing. It. Just, just the applause and, mm-hmm. you know, the support that she was getting, I think yeah. that helped. And Laura thinks a little under the weather. That's what she said yeah, in the she conference. She she's sick. not feeling very yeah. good. So they have a quick turnaround. They really are not going to celebrate much tonight. They have the special starting in the morning. So these horses will go on three days in a row. Let's talk about that. No. Oh, no. no. Two days. So they're going to go two well some. The ones that went tomorrow. today um, that, that qualified. qualified. Yes. So a certain number of these team riders for the team competition will have qualified for individual. That's right. Yes. Okay. That's right. And they're yeah. doing the draw right now, so we actually don't have the draw for okay. tomorrow, but it probably starts around 8.30. So do we know how five. many will go? Uh, Approximately half. Half? Because yeah. okay. they can only fit uh, X number of riders in, in one day. day. That's basically yeah. half, because we did already two days for one class. Now and we cut be, that in half. Will there be uh, medals for tomorrow's Grand Prix special or not? I don't think so. Yeah. Typically at a WEG, they don't. Okay. It'll so they're the then qualifying half of that field, then goes on to freestyle. down to we'll another to half yeah. or so yeah. Yeah. to go to the freestyle day, which yeah. is which Sunday. scheduled for Sunday. So yeah. some of the horses, you know, will, you know, went yesterday, had today off, will go tomorrow. Then everyone has Saturday off. So there, there's a quiet day on Saturday, and then they go Sunday. Well, let's talk about that because we're going to play a little bit of the press conference here, and the heat was brought, and humidity was brought up several yeah. times. European yeah. horses are not typically used to that. I think the Americans came to try on quite early and have been training in it a bit. Yeah. Um, so that's I noticed it was, it that the hot. Germans and the British both mentioned the heat and humidity. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and really the afternoon. By the time Laura and Isabel went, it was starting to cool off. You know, the breezes were coming a little bit, but you know, in the heat of the afternoon, that sort of yeah, the morning riders were fine um, because there was cloud cover this morning. But yeah. I would oh. say, you know, from noon to it's hot. I saw one of the guy riders this afternoon. I don't know who it was, but he uh, we saw him on TV, so they were doing close-ups. I thought he was going to pass out. I mean, I mean was. it was, and, and, you know, we're in the stands, and we were actually in the covered part, uh, so we weren't in the heat. But you even think on that sand, it's even hotter. So it was very hot. Uh, and if you hadn't trained in that, even if you had trained in it, it's still hot for the horses and yep. riders. No, it's brutal. Yeah, brutal. We were all talking about that, too, on our rig. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they both, it was just hot. So, uh, you know, I, there's not much they I, can do about that. I give crowd credit. We were, had about double the crowd we did yesterday over in Dressage, yeah. and it, which still was about half the stadium, I would say. Yeah. But the people who were sitting in the sun all day, God bless them, because oh, they were there. Yeah. <laughs> they were there all they day. Were there. I, oh, I would have moved. They, they were there. Oh, they hung in there, and they were great. But... Um, yeah, no, it was it's it was worth a pretty it. educated it was crowd. Worth it. Yeah. If you're sitting out there and you're a dressage fan, it yeah. was worth it. it today yeah. was worth it. And and you just don't see even in Florida or California, there's not this collection of all of these horses. Uh, and there were some horses that had a tough day. Canada were yeah, we had, we, there were some, not, mistakes, uh, some mistakes today. Uh, yeah. Megan so. Lane had some mistakes in her test, which is really not typical. Who can say? I, we might yeah. try and get her get her on to talk about it if she's willing. But uh, yeah. Tough day for Canada. And I'm, I'm assuming you'll have some of the American riders on in shows yeah. coming up here. Yeah, so. we, they, yeah, we just, they're, they're already back. They're already gone. We saw Betsy Giuliano, who's the owner of Salvino, just a minute ago. And they're literally going back to the hotel because they all, for they have to rest yeah. up for tomorrow. So yeah, there's really, true. it's yeah. a school Laura, night. Laura, who's feeling sick anyway, is already yeah. in bed. So. Yeah, she was yeah. looking a little green today. Yeah. But it's a school night for them. So they're going to kind of relax and, and probably get right into whatever their prep is. I'll drug for. her up tonight and she'll be fine tomorrow. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever was within <laughs> reason, within, right? Yeah. Whatever's within can't the rules. Take everything, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. This, it's a that's little true. bit there. Right? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's. That's th- tough when you got a cold. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they, 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 yeah, it's not so easy. You have to know that it's part of uh, competing at the international level. You have to know for your horse. You have and to know what the, herbal remedies don't test. Well, I'm, they have they, they think they're physios and they have doctors yeah. and physios that they'll they'll should be okay. But um, but the heat doesn't help and all the things that go along. You know, they 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 ride and then they have the kind of kiss and cry and then they have to get off and then come to the press conference the press and conference. get the horses long, set long up day. and they've had yeah. a long day. So hopefully. They, they draw later tomorrow. All right. So we had winners. We had Germany in first. We had United States in Woo-hoo. second. And we had Great Britain. In <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs> third. Day. So congratulations to all of them. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you again tomorrow night, I guess. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. going to do our best to stick around as long as we can. Okay. So we'll get it. Well, if, we, if you don't hang around in the evening, we'll get the interview before that. And we'll okay. get it. So yeah. you guys will be on tomorrow, whatever way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we love it. We're so happens. happy to be here. It's been a really fun time. You know, what's going to be interesting is the freestyle on Sunday because they are calling for the rains to start Saturday and yeah. through Tuesday. So we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Uh, Do dressage uh, horses like pouring down rain? No. No, no they're ridden inside <laughs> all the time. Not all the time, but. I mean, I think everyone's a little on edge, right? We don't know. I mean, the footing will handle the it, but that the doesn't, mean, be fine, that doesn't but mean you had, like pouring down rain. What if they moved the it into the indoor? What would well, that footing be like? Well, the problem is the footing is for rainers, and rainers and dressage footings are very, the very different. Are different. They're thicker or whatever, I don't, deeper. It's, it's deeper, very deep. Yeah. Right. And we want not we, slipping. We so want, I don't, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I think it's everyone's a little bit on edge, not maybe thinking about it yet, because it's, it's still wobbling and changing. And, yeah, but the forecast it, is always changing. Oh, I'm sure they're thinking about oh, it. Oh, they, they, haven't, they haven't told us, and I'm sure the riders are also... Well, they did do an article in the Charlotte Observer saying they might move some of the events indoors, and the only thing I could think of would be show jumping indoors. They obviously can't move cross-country indoors. Would the show jumpers jump in that deep footing for the no, rainers? No, I, I mean think unless so. they're unless able they think to. They're going to switch out the footing, or whether they, I don't, I, whether they just said that to. I don't know. Yeah, that's the big speculation right now. I mean, I think again, days. I think the eye is coming yeah. right on Sunday, so that would be really, really difficult. Yeah, yeah, they built this arena in th- four days, so yeah, who knows what you know, they can I do think, here? I think they'll, they're, they're, oh, maybe they yeah. can roll the footing or do something with the footing. I don't know, but um, it will be interesting. I'm sure it's I on mean, the minds of the riders. They switch out the footing at the horse park pretty quickly, but, but the rangers do go arena. on Saturday night is their big time for uh, their freestyle. Yeah, so maybe they can. Pull or the no, they don't have freestyle, something. but their big te- their big thing is their finals or whatever yeah. is on. Yeah, maybe Saturday they can night, pull the footing. I I don't know. I hope they're planning, and I hope I hope they can go if they can do that. That would be amazing because trying to ride a freestyle and hear the music and all that maybe auntie Flo is going to go a little further down and miss us completely that would be amazing that would be be amazing (laughs) yeah that would be good so we'll we'll see what happens but tomorrow should be a really exciting day we're looking forward to tomorrow all right and uh thank you reese and philip dressage radio show dressageradioshow.com thanks Equestrians at every level aspire to create the ultimate harmony between horse and rider and bait saddles are here to help you achieve that harmony that's why Bates offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline, engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. The Bates Dressage range will raise your expectations forever. Beneath the traditional lines and elegant appearance, the Bates Dressage saddles deliver modern innovations for horse comfort and performance. The new Bates Dressage Plus and Bates Mono Plus feature luxurious, grippy, double-lined leather and adjustable ergonomic stirrup bars for effortless rider alignment and increased support of your optimal dressage position. The time-tested Bates Isabel continues to give riders a unique deep seat, sitting you in a central and balanced position. In addition to the care cushion system and easy change fit solution found throughout the Bates range of saddles. 
Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential in Bates Dressage Saddles. For more information, visit BatesSaddles.com. That's Bates, B-A-T-E-S, Saddles.com. Well, today was the first day of dressage for eventing. We have to, a bit like proper dressage, you have to split it into two days because there's just so many. So we saw a few of the individuals and the first two team riders of each country. And sort of as expected, Julia Krauski, she's called for Germany, went into the lead on a, she went just after lunch and it was really hot and everyone was feeling rather sort of sleepy and this woke us up immediately she did the most stunning test on her horse chipmunk she has done a test of 19.9 penalties she's done 19s before but never this is the horse's first four-star dressage test and she went in there and just blew everyone away i mean she's leading by eight points from wow. the second place yeah wow. i mean that is a commanding that's a lead. large lead isn't it in the event? she in was this? amazing and she came out she's um she's so sweet and humble and she's had the horse since he was a foal she said it was so nice to feel him relaxed she canted around the outside of the arena and he was relaxed and with her the test was beautiful to watch i was you know reese and philip have been teasing me all all day about <laughs> why would i want to watch eventing dressage and it's not proper dressage but this was a really nice test well, and something and something yeah. no one you know everyone anyone would be you proud would not of. expect that because even eventers go oh, dressage well, <laughs> but at the top level they're pretty good i think you know it's been historically it hasn't been but they're getting so good now so um boyd martin went in and he sits in second he did a fantastic test really too. good for yes. him yes. and so, we we have a bit of sound from him too we don't do we have a bit of sound from boyd we've got we i picked out the best bits from the mix zone i got to talk to a lot of the riders and it's um like it's funny i mean it's nice that we see you know nice thing about the world championships like Reese and philip were saying you see the best of the best in the world you know that even in florida and california you won't see the same thing uh i meet up with all the same journalists i see pippa rooms here from england for horse and hound uh jane thompson's here from new zealand so i see them periodically over every couple of years maybe or every four years sometimes and none of us none of us are jaded none of it's still just exciting i still get emotional talking to the riders pippa and i stay till the very end and talk to tina cook and you'll hear that interview and after it um you know it's been a long hot day not just for the riders but for us too i don't want to you know first world problems but you know pippa and i by then were dragging our feet the guy who runs the mix zone peter morris is amazing and we were all just like oh and but then we talked to tina cook and um you'll you'll hear but pippa and i looked at each other and just went oh we love her <laughs> i mean they're just so inspiring uh she's she's british yeah. and she's this is her fifth world games and she's said you know she still loves it she still has the fever she's riding as an individual she explained very eloquently how you know how it's disappointing not to be riding on the team but she understands why um there were so many great stories today. I spoke to a Japanese rider. I spoke to the Polish rider who was at Kentucky in the spring. He's back here. He trains with Michael Young. Um, I mean, it's just, it's exciting and it makes you fall in love with the sport. Or, you know, I think yesterday was so disappointing with the endurance and everyone's been talking about the weather so much. And we, I'd been a little bit like, oh, what's going to happen? And then today... Uh, my friends actually in Kentucky and my mother in England, they've been texting me like, what's going on with the hurricane and what's going on with this and what are you, are you okay? And I'm like, I've got my head down. I'm working. I'm fine. Like, what hurricane? Leave me it's alone. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Check we're our Facebook middle, page. We're in the middle of dressage. <laughs> 
Leave me alone. Eventing, I'm busy watching stars. Eventing has started. This is what we do. Yeah, that's right. Don't bother so, me. Victoria Scott is from South Africa. She's the only South African eventer. She talks about how much it means to her and her country, you know, to be here representing her country. And she's met other South African equestrians since she's been here. And they've all been bonding together oh, and meeting cool. each other. I mean, so many great stories that we don't even have time to Because they actually practice most of them in England. They're not coming out of South Africa because they can't bring their she's horses out. She's based in France, yeah, because yeah. the quarantine is just yeah. so crazy. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it's just been so much fun. And then we have we do it all again tomorrow with some. So can you give us the, the top five? I can give you the top five. Yep. So uh, Julia Krawiecki is on nineteen point nine. She's in the lead for Germany, and I can't Did imagine nineteen point nine. Now for everybody, that's really good. <laughs> that's really really good. It's one of the top three scores, top three scores ever at a world championships, and oh, that's wow. according to Equirating. So thank you to them for their stats. Wow. So that's how good that is. And it's unlikely that she'll get beaten tomorrow. Yeah, because we do have a whole other group We've of riders tomorrow. We've got a tomorrow. whole group tomorrow. Yep. And, you know, a little bit like the dress I shoe, that you usually save your better riders for the third and fourth slots. But, um, I mean, maybe Ingrid Klimko. There's a few riders who might, but it's unlikely. So, anyway, she's in the lead. In second place, Boyd Martin for the U.S. Um, Go, Boyd. Go, Boyd. And then, you know, as usual, and Boyd also always gets around the cross-country. I mean, he's never not finished at the cross-country and Olympics or the WEG. When he's been on the team, he's, a, you know, he uh, is in second place on 27.1. And he said, you know, it's going to be tough and the hill and this and that, but he's going to go out there on Saturday and give it everything he's got. And I believe him. Third place, Piggy French on Quarry Quest Echo for Great Britain. Fourth place, Chris Burton for Australia on Cooley Lands. Fifth place, Tina Cook on Billy the Red, riding as an individual for Great Britain. And sixth place was uh, Donatien Choli for France on Pivoin des Touches. So, um, yeah, exciting. And that could change tomorrow, but I don't think we'll see the very top Yeah, change. I think the first place is liable to stay the same, but further but down we're going to see some mix-ups Ingrid maybe. Klimko could come close. Uh, yeah, yeah. It put Germany one and two. Yeah, and and we want to explain for everybody that's not quite sure they're with eventing because they can't do separate tests for uh, for the nation's t uh, medals and then individual medals. They run them all together. It's all run at the same time, so it's not like we're the Rainers who all compete for the team and then compete individually. No, it's just once. So yeah. we will know on Sunday night. It's yeah. Yeah. So we and will so know we both. So we do two days of dressage, cross country on Saturday, hopefully, and show jumping on Sunday, hopefully. And there's some riders that are riding for teams, and then there's also individual riders. But they all compete against each other. other. Right. And we want to remind people who are new to this sport altogether, listening to our show, who are new to all these sports. It, this is one of the very few. Uh, anything in sports that competes men and women together yeah and that's we're so proud of that too yep equally and the women do as well as the men if not better so look yeah. who's leading yep <laughs> <laughs> well let's hear some of the who do we got coming up so we've got andrew hoy from australia he is um this is a great story too he's here uh with his young daughter and his wife and he first rode at a weg 40 years ago in 1978 when he was 19 years old really yes he is on a young horse, Vasily Delassos, who's only a nine-year-old. And um, he came to the test event in the spring and everyone was on a different horse um, and didn't really think he was in with a shout at coming to the games because the Australian had a pretty strong squad. But, you know, as was happens with horses, one thing and another, others dropped out. So here he is. Um, he's thrilled to be here, obviously. But um, he talked, you know, when he talked about doing his first games, he got, a, you know, slightly emotional saying, you know, when I first came, I was in awe and knew nothing. And at least this time... Uh, 
I know a little bit what to expect, but he said he's still wow. in awe. I mean, so that was great. When I went into the arena, I could feel that he was just growing to the atmosphere and growing to the occasion. The My uh, work around the arena felt really good, and I thought, okay, this is it. I just have to go and do it from, from here. So how many world champs have you done now? Which number is this? I'm not sure whether it's five or six, <laughs> uh, whether this is six or whether this is five. But, so uh, does it feel old hat now, or is it just as exciting as it was the first time? Look, 40 years ago was when I first rode world championships at the age of 19, and then I had no idea, and I was just in awe. Now I at least know what to expect. Yeah, okay. And talking of expectations, how is it cross-country? Mark Phillips is a true professional when it comes to designing a cross-country course. He's built a big course. I jokingly said yesterday after walking the course, well, I think his budget must have been too high because he's got so many fences that we have to make a choice as to what we jump. Do you feel like it's an advantage that you were here in the spring for the test events, even though you're on a different horse? Yes, like, it's, I, I feel that it's always a good thing to, to come prior. Um, there are times when I haven't been before a, a championship, and you, you deal with it there and then on the, on the day. But I at least knew what to expect stable-wise, I at least knew what to expect arena-wise, um, and cross-country. I knew the, like, the first section as to the lay of the land, and the, I, I just thought that where Mark Phillips had placed the fences before, that was obviously a little bit of a gauge to how the fences were jumping for the test event. So I knew that fences would be probably in a similar place, but I didn't know what was going to be put there. But um, there, and I, I think that has worked though, because um, it's designing, it's a, it's a form of art, and um, you, an artist doesn't change his, his complete attack and complete design. So it's, it stayed a little similar to, to where it was, but obviously very different. So it's great to hear from Andrew and we wish him all the best. And his horse actually has got a great jumping record. So, um, you know, despite him being green, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the weekend. We're now going to hear from fellow Australian, but now riding for America. And in second place, Boyd Martin. And he talks about his horse, Thomas Tetzeleg, who is American bred, Trocaner. Yeah, thrilled, you know, like you, you ride at this level and, uh, you know, the biggest fear is not giving your best in the moment and uh, Thomas was awesome out there the crowd erupted when he went in there because he's an American horse and it almost picked him up a notch you know like in the past I've had horses like Neville and Otis that would have gone berserk and, uh, and Thomas started massaging a bit so it was really really cool and was there anything in particular that you've been working on that really came through for you out there? Uh, yeah, I've been dialed, dialed in for this one for a long time now so we've gone through those movements for months and months with Silver, Scott Hassler and Eric Bavander and you know you just this week I fumbled every movement but also did it well a couple of times so you just hope in that seven minutes that you can you can execute every movement and get it right so I think the only part I screwed up was a bit the first time when that cheer went up did you feel a bit nervous or were you I think it actually worked in my favour uh, with this horse, like it lifted him a bit, he can fall behind the leg a bit, so uh, the cheers uh, I quite enjoyed, you know, and it sort of, uh, it had a giggle to myself which probably just killed my nerves for a second, uh, 
then I said I had to get tunnel vision when the bell rang and, and uh, just do it, you know, movement by movement by movement and try not to think ahead of results or, or pass blunders in the test, you know, like just, you know, one movement at a time and try and get it as good as you can. And um, it's not going to be a dressage show. So, what are your thoughts on the course? It's a it's a really good course. It's a, it's a it's a tough one just because it's so twisty and turny and technical at the beginning. And to ride that fast is is going to take some real skill and a trained horse. And then you got to leave a bit in the tank for the last two minutes, and that's going to be the fitness that we put into the horse over the years and the training. And then a lot of it will come down to heart and desire. And uh, my guys are real triers, so uh, I'm going to really go for it and uh, and give everything we have. Our next rider that we're going to hear from, I know she's a favourite of the Horse Radio Network, Holly Bennett. Holly Bennett Awards. Yay, Holly Bennett. She is riding Jolly Bow, a little mare that she bought from an English girl, Justine Dutton, who works down in Florida and uh, imports lots of horses from the UK. And Jolly Bow, uh, although she's a little small, dark mare, and um, you would imagine, you know, because I think we all got to know, Holly was so famous on Gin and Juice, that little spicy mare that she had. And, and so this mare couldn't be any more different and oh, Holly wow. talks about that. What were your thoughts on your test? I was extremely proud of her. She uh, she handled the pressure like a champ and um, she actually just got a little tired in that last canter. Um, I think I was on it for maybe five, ten minutes too long but you know I'm not used to riding in heat and humidity so it's hard to, to balance that but um, she did nothing wrong you know so I, I'm absolutely thrilled. Really happy. Really happy. And um, I mean, I don't think anyone is really used to riding in the heat and humidity. So how has it changed things for you? As how has she been handling the heat, and how have you been handling the um, heat? Pretty good. Um, you know, obviously we have a really good vet crew, um, yeah. and so they had some fluids before they shipped out here. And um, but she's a really good eater and drinker. But it's, it's honestly it's hard to stay on top of it, you know. And like I think I'm drinking lots, and all of a sudden I'm like, I haven't gone to the bathroom yet today, you know. Yeah. Like it's, um, it is, it's hard and. Uh, you know, but she's a trier. She's going to try no matter what. So it's my job to make sure she's prepped and ready to be in the best condition she can be in. And no one really knows quite what the weather will be like for cross country. Um, but as far as what your plan is right now, yeah. what are you thinking about the cross country? I'm running. Buck called me as this morning, and the secretary's not here, but um, he's like, "You're running." You know, like yeah, you're individual, but he's like, "I have no pressure on me now to finish in a team spot, so I have no hold barred. Like, I'm going to go for a clean round." And, got the biggest studs we got and good thing she's got big Irish feet and she's from England and I asked Justine I'm like is she good in the rain because I've never run her in bad weather you know it doesn't rain in California <laughs> you know in the last year Kentucky it only rained for like the last minute on my course and I mean she was a champ so I don't know I, I I'm going for a clean round a clean pass round she's fit she's the fittest she's ever been Usually she looks like a chubby little pony, and um, she could, she looks like a rock star right yeah, now. She looks like, really fit. She's, she's ready to go, so it's my job now. So it's great to see Hawley back at championships again, and you can tell that she's so happy to be back and so hungry for it. And finally, talking about being back, <sighs> Tina Cook at her fifth wag, and... Um, again, you know, with a horse fairly young but pretty experienced and had some blips, and, you know, it's just got all the stories. It's fascinating to hear, you know, some people come back some people are at their first wigs you know some people like andrew have been doing it for years and years mark todd by the way let me just i can't stop talking once you get me started mark todd this is his eighth wig more than any other rider wow. how many wigs like have there been they've only been 10 yeah. sir mark todd i should have said <laughs> isn't that wow. incredible 
So Tina's coming to her fifth and she's on a horse called Billy the Red. And she's, she's just so honest and so sort of eloquent and so smart. And I just, I could talk to her all day, but it was like a hundred degrees and she was sweating. And <laughs> so we, we, we were told to wrap it up, but here's what we did talk about. I am really pleased, but I know there's a lot more to come. I suppose I was a little bit cautious because of his tension at Lemulin and Arkham. Yeah. Um, He's been working really, really well um, that he is showing to us that he is a world-class horse. Um, it's nice to get that out, that one out of the way. He felt as solid as a rock in his holes. I think he just went through a massive insecurity. After the Europeans, he was only a 10-year-old last year. He did a lot of badminton in the Europeans. I'm not regretting it in the slightest because he went very, very well. He was, you know, at, at both last year. And I just think my fall just set me back. Um, he, he, he shows me he's only still only 11. Um, he's what makes me enjoy the sport and, and keep going on the sport and being part of an amazing team that we're here, that is here with us. You know, we've got the um, hindrance of the weather being so incredibly hot and then and the next breath you get absolutely soaking wet so we have no idea what's going to throw be thrown at us on saturday i think it's it's going to be really open whatever the dressage marks are still to come um it's going to be a te it's going to be testing mostly with the weather conditions which then always causes faults and when everyone's going for the time with the dressage marks will be so close together there'll be a lot of excitement on saturday what do you think of the course um it, it's it's possibly not not the biggest dimensionally but uh, Mark Phillips has been very clever with the terrain and I think with the weather conditions um, he's been very sensible, he's given options um, at, at many fences that, that um, you can choose and depending on how your horse is going but you need a lot of petrol in the tank to get up that final hill so um, championships can produce strange results when everyone is feeling the pressure of, of a team result, Olympic qualification and you're, you're going by on speed. So the ground is fantastic at the moment, um, but it will just depends on what the heavens throw at us. And no one knows better about the pressure and how to deal with that than you. Are you disappointed that you're not on the team? Of course I'm disappointed. I'm not gonna lie about that. Um, but equally, I haven't had a, 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 a successful season. I've had a very bitty season um, and everybody else has gone solidly really well this year. Um, and it's all teams are always selected on present form. Um, even though Billy the Red uh, went so incredibly well last year, Badminton and the Europeans, his form this year has been a bit hit and miss. So um, I can understand why I'm left off the team. Um, obviously I love being part of a team, it's my fifth games and, and it's what excites me. But we are very much a team, all five of us. Uh, they're, they're a great, great, great team to be with, some fantastic characters and we're a really strong team so um i hope we um come back with lots of medals and good results it's great to have you here <laughs> it's lovely to be here for another one <laughs> with my year i wasn't sure what to expect if i'm being honest so um you know it, it was it, from my point of view it was it was great that the selectors had belief and faith in me now, you managed to get other interviews. Will Coleman, Blythe Tate, Gemma Tattersall, Victoria Scott. 
We're going to put those at the very end of the show. So for diehard eventing fans, hang on, because we're going to put those at the end of the show. We try and keep these to an hour. So we're going to have like bonus at the end yes. uh, with these interviews that you did because they're good. These are the, and we, these are the we, Easter eggs. Right. We'll put those out we'll there. We'll put those yeah. out there. It's like staying through the credits of a Marvel movie. So you want to hang around to the end for those. And thank you for doing those today. Oh, my pleasure. So what are your final thoughts on eventing for day one, Dressage? It was hot, hot, hot. Um, you know, it affected everyone. I hate to be British and talk about the weather, but, you know, it wasn't just me. Everyone was, you know, I think it's a factor um, at this point. So, but we saw some beautiful tests. We hope it cools off a little bit for cross-country day. If it's not raining, I hope it's a little cooler. And Be careful you what you wish for. I think at the moment it is going to cool off, but I think with that comes a lot of rain and who yeah, knows, God knows true. what else. <laughs> that's true. Yep. It's anybody's game. That's true. Yep. And uh, I had, did see a report today that they're finding the, that sharks are in the hurricane. So, Sharknado. yeah, maybe we will see sharks <laughs> here in the... Well, that's, uh, thank you so much. We'll have more of eventing tomorrow after day two of Dressage. Yeah. We'll know who is leading uh, after dressage, which is very important in eventing now. Now, there has been a change. Dressage used to really count a lot more than it does in eventing. Explain that change real quick for those that Well, there's no coefficient now, so everything is super close. It used to be, what, count like double. 1.5. Or one and a half times. And now... So there used to be a a bigger gap between all the scores, but now, um, like now, time penalties on cross-country will really matter. So the three phases are equal? Yeah. Did you say now? Okay. Uh, They're equal in scores, but they're not... Like now, the cross-country is more influential which, which is how it should be, be years ago and it should it? be yeah. yeah that's what i thought all right can't wait here we go and it, oh i wanted to remind everybody that <laughs> yes. uh samantha did post the pictures of the cross-country course which by the way went viral today so Sweet. those are on the 2018 wag show a facebook page just scroll down you'll see pictures of almost every jump and yep, the only ones we couldn't get her at the end because they went through the vet gate for the endurance and then they go into the main arena to finish up and Can that's where they're guess doing dressage. which of those jumps is getting the most comments can you take a guess? Moonshine. No. <laughs> Bumblebee with the moat around it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that one's getting the most comments. It is a bizarre jump. So, yeah, look for that on our Facebook page, 2018 Wake Show. Thanks for taking those. They were really good pictures. We're going to come back in a minute. We're going to talk about raining next up. We have Lisa Coulter, who's out of Canada, who rode today. We got to watch her ride. It was a lot of fun. And right after we hear from our friends at Horseware. In the world of horse racing and elite equestrian sports, it's all about how to prepare and repair. IceVibe is a truly portable and highly efficient circulation therapy system for your horse. Before activity, prepare to prevent damage by using the IceVibe's vibration pads. Repair after the event by using the unique combination of cold packs and vibration to minimize swelling and encourage blood flow. And because it's battery powered, IceVibe is truly portable. The essential and affordable tool to prepare and repair. IceVibe. We are so excited to get help tonight to cover raining with somebody who knows a lot about it and somebody that is a very old friend of ours, Samantha. I don't say very old. <laughs> <laughs> she has been around with in our lives for eight or ten years, yep. actually. Uh, Lisa Coulter was from Canada was our highlight spotlight rider for 2010 WAG, and you're back in 2018. Here I am for your third WAG. And I was like your I was like your newbie in you 2010. Were. I know you were. We yeah. were all newbies then, and now look at us, old and jaded. <laughs> I know. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Lisa, you rode today. You qualified yesterday to ride today, and it was hot in that arena, and it looked to me like. 
like the reigning horses all were feeling the heat a little bit and they were a little tired. And I know yours appeared that way too a little bit. Today. Yeah, it was tough. You know, we, we all come here trying to be prepared as we can, can be, but this, um, this humidity zapped us. And so a lot of our horses were really tired. Mine was exceptionally tired. He had some troubles on the tr journey here because he came quite a ways. And so, uh, but I think, and then the European horses, I think all of us were feeling the pressure of the weather. Absolutely. Yeah. So how did you feel about everybody's rides today? There was something that was so heartwarming for me, and I'm going to play a clip right after we're done with you, uh, of uh, Warwick Schiller and his wife, Robin, Robin, mm -hmm. and they both rode today. They were half a point from each other, yeah. and they... Warwick, when I saw him after Robin's ride, he was so proud of his wife, and yeah. I got the best shots I posted today. It was so cool to see a husband and wife support each other so much, and it was really a neat scene. Yeah, they're great people, and they're great, um, a part of our reigning community, and they, you know, they, um, they're just awesome supporters, and I think that that was a big thrill for them. I actually had seen... They're both, I, I know them well, and Warwick earlier had said, hey, we get to ride again. We, you know, we got another day, and I was feeling a little bit like, wow, I just wanted to make it from the, you know, my, my team event to right to the individual. But he had the enthusiasm, and so did Robin, to come out, and, and they were like, hey, we get to, we get to ride again. That's what um, Warwick said to me, is we get to ride again. And I thought, that's the spirit. You know what? They had the true spirit going in there. I was a little bit like, dang, because I was so close to making the individual final in my first run. But he had the right spirit he was like you know what i didn't make it and then he went out and he marked a 220 and then robin marked a 220 and a half i guarantee you because we all have our personal best and our personal goals i guarantee you they are the people that walk away from the reigning game saying that they accomplish more than anybody else without a medal and i think that's truly parts the biggest part of sportsmanship and what we do for our countries so were there any surprises for you today? What was happening today is there were a lot of individuals riding, and there were five spots available to still go on till, to tomorrow, right? Right, right. So what, what, were there any surprises for you today? The surprise was actually the ones that were in there. You know, I think that um, because we had two sections, which was uncommon in our team rounds, our, our um, first section went in the morning from like 8 till noon or something. And then we had a three-hour break, and that was our first and second riders, like our, you know, and then we, after three-hour break from the judging, we had our third and fourth anchor riders, essentially, come up three hours later. And the judging got a little bit disconnected. So some, some of the, the things that I saw today was some of the horses in the round trying to get back that maybe were, like, shouldn't have been there. They maybe So it kind of got a little bit disconnected, but that's because in raining, we have a, a, we go from, you know, we shouldn't have had that maybe three-hour break because I think it just kind of unsettled the judges a little bit. That's a new one for us, but I don't want to complain about it. It was just a different dynamic. So I saw some horses today that uh, I feel like might have, should have made it through the individual round, like, clearly. I would like to tell you who the five were that made it, but you guys sent me this sheet, and I don't understand any of it. So. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Well, Second I know, email. Okay, let me take a look at okay, that. Because. I know for sure that Martin Mielstetter, which he, that he, so he's a prime example. He was somebody that I didn't ever think would have made it. He was, a, I think, the anchor rider, you know, and, and so he had the fourth spot on his team. And then he He's from up, what country? Austria. 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 Yeah, Austria. And he's like, got an exceptional horse. And I didn't watch his ride, so Blow I can't. Blowgun. Blowgun. Yeah. yeah, cool horse. Very cool horse. And he's, he's marked huge scores in the past. And so... 
that's a horse maybe because he was in the second section and things got a little tighter that he maybe shouldn't have been, but he, you know, he came in and played the game hard and went out with what was probably should have maybe been his run the first go. I can't say that for sure, but I just was surprised that some of the horses that ended up like Franco Bertolani and um, um, the Gennaro um, Lendi from Italy. Um, yeah, there were three Italians in that group yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, which was probably surprising for the Italians because uh, they they usually come out super strong, and in in past games they've been top team. So there was some surprises there going into that round that we never saw, and the, you know, so that that's something I, I guess was remarkable to me. So the um, so tomorrow what happens? So what? This group tomorrow's from yesterday and today, tomorrow's a day off. Yeah. Okay. And then we go into the individual, and there's 25, 25 riders that, that go back to the, that, yeah, that go back to the individual. Is there 20? So no, what, I'm what sorry, tests, there's 20. What tests are left at this point? Um, individual gold medal or medals. Individual okay. gold silver is it medals. a pattern or is freestyle? Freestyle doesn't count, actually. No, it doesn't. That's right. It doesn't. It's but a the, pattern. But It'll they're be doing a, a freestyle? Pattern. Are they doing a freestyle? No, there's okay. no freestyle here. Okay. All right. Uh, which is my favorite thing to yeah, watch, I know, of course. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would draw the crowds yeah. for sure. That's, a, that's so much fun. Yeah. Well, Lisa, it's so good to see you again. You too. And you so too. fun to have you And here. we're probably going to be back in Kentucky. Oh, really? Uh, for the Rolex. I, I'm getting the news that, um, so the freestyle. And, um, Are they going to do raining again at yeah, Land Rover? No? I, I think it is. I think yeah. um, Amanda Brumley with Brumley Management is bringing it back to Kentucky. I'm crossing my fingers. I've heard that. She's gone out and had meetings. And we really want to see us us rainers back at Kentucky. It's my favorite. It was guys. so much fun to oh, have I'm you guys you, there, that, too. That whole event. Plus, I think the thing about that event, too, is you got, you got people that were there to watch eventing who had never seen raining before. Right. So you're bringing a whole new group. And vice versa. Right. Because, and I think the rainers and the eventers have the same dynamics. I mean, we're a little bit crazy we're a little bit we adrenaline junkies we want to go hard and fast and but we love the finesse of our horses too so i think eventers and rainers really fit together and so i think we'll you'll see us again in kentucky next year that's great news sounds good yeah that's fun anytime we see you is good news well thank you (laughs) likewise thank you lisa coulter you have a website Mm, uh nope well facebook yep Facebook. I'm on Lisa Coulter Raining Horses. Yeah. Lisa Coulter Raining Horses on Facebook. Yeah, and then I'm I'm doing the para thing now. So I've kind of my my whole world has gone to my website has gone to the world para raining, trying to get them guys going. Well, I'll tell you what. We uh, later on in our People of Weg segment, we're going to have a gold medalist para rainer. Lauren Barwick. Yeah, uh, no, we're oh. yeah Brianna Bartlett. Oh, you're gonna have Brianna. Come? I talked to her today. Oh, she's phenomenal, and she was wonderful. We're gonna hear from her later in the yeah, show. Yeah, no, she's phenomenal. So. She's a great, great ambassador for our sport, and um, she's she's made, she you know she's changing people's lives by being an inspiration. So. I'm, I'm glad you're going to talk uh, to her. Well, and I think you're going to hear that in her interview later in the show. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Lisa. She's, she's killer. Okay. Raining. Yay. Go USA. And <laughs> oh! Canada. <laughs> I had to do that to you. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> you bet. Well, that was great to have Lisa here. I do have one interview, or actually it's two I put together. Uh, War- as we mentioned, Warwick Schiller out of Australia, who's a very popular condition down there. We know we have lots of listeners in Australia. And then Robin Schiller, his wife, who both rode almost back-to-back today, whose scores were within a half a point of each other. She was kind of mad because hers was half a point behind. Um, they have a little friendly competition. They love each other. And I just want to, I'm going to play the interviews they did in the mix zone after just a couple minutes. But I think you'll enjoy this. I'm just wondering how it feels to be back out there for a second time. 
even better than the first time. The first time yesterday was the most fun I've ever had showing a horse. <laughs> and today was even more fun because it's, you know, we got back to the consolation round, so yeah. it's do or die sort of thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just fun. He was, was a little trickier in spots than yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I tried to cover it up with speed and it worked. Oh, I didn't great. know if I'd have enough horse because it's pretty hot today and he was pretty it, tired. It is but, really hot today. But he yeah, he ran around there really good for me. I was very oh, happy. Oh, that's with great. Him. And the routine stays different to yesterday's. How do you feel yes. they compared or which one do you I will prefer? see today has one more maneuver in it. It's okay. got one more set of circles, which is a figure mm -hmm. eight. And the best thing my horse does is circles. So I oh, knew wow. I had, like, he can really run circles. So I knew I had something up my sleeve today mm -hmm. that I could accentuate his score, you know. Oh, that's great. And what would it mean to you to even more in this competition. Oh, I, beyond expectations. Totally beyond expectations, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we came here just trying to help make up a team for Australia. I don't do the reigning for a living anymore. I'm a, I do clinicians, I do clinics all around the world. I'm more of an educator these days than a okay. competitor. And, and uh, I hadn't shown for four years and then we decided to do this this year, so I had to get back to the show pen. And to mark that score here at the World of Question oh, Games is just phenomenal. Great, thank you so much. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think works best for you? Well, this one has more maneuvers, mm -hmm. so that could be why the higher score. Um, he ran out of gas a little bit to my stops. It's a big arena, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, you know, for him, I'd per... Well, I don't know. I, I kind of like today's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a great score. Yeah, thank you. And you were a crowd favorite out there. You really <laughs> were. Awesome. You were. They were rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, I heard them, actually. <laughs> well, well done. Thank you. Happy couple. I don't know. So we have the we prices are a couple, price, but I, yeah. I'm these guys, and I don't know of any other couples that are competing. So no. it's kind of neat that there are two. We used to have Clayton and Lucinda. Frederick, yeah. And but we used to have Lucinda and David Green a long time ago. Yeah, well, but uh, it's rare. It's not common to see that. Yeah. So uh, good, good on them, and I know they're thrilled, as Lisa said, that they're, they're just so happy to have been here and all the way from Australia. So now coming up. Um, we're oh, Andrew and Bettina Hoy. Oh, Sorry, that's right. Like, <laughs> She's gone through the couple. I'll keep that... popping up with more, maybe. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> well, if uh, we we have next coming up uh, the segment that we're doing at the end of every show, and that's the people of WAG. Before we get to that, we want to review what's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Dressage Grand Prix special for the individuals that qualified to go on, and it's the second round of eventing Dressage, and that's what we have tomorrow. Second day. Nothing. Second day, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, also, we wanted to remind everybody that if you're coming here, really the only other activity now other than shopping, which is a lot of that. Eating and drinking. Eating and drinking is the theater. They have a theater showing uh, horsey movies all day long. It's air-conditioned. It's cool. It's right in the middle of the grounds. It's a big building. It's now marked. They put a sign up that says theater, and they're showing horsey movies all day long. So if you need a place to cool off or eat your lunch, that's a perfect place to go. So be sure. It's run by the Equus Film Festival, and they're showing almost all the great horsey movies out there So and films and documentaries. So be sure to visit that. We want to also mention something about the parking. I think we have to mention this. Apparently, the parking lot is a bit of a mess out there where, where you're going to park to come here. 
allow extra time. Some people were getting in on the buses in a half an hour. Some waited. Some people we talked to from Great Britain for three hours to get a bus. It depends. It depends on when you get here and how the buses. Some of the buses were getting stuck. I hope they fix that by tomorrow. A lot of the things I noticed on the road signs coming in today, they cleared up the traffic problems from yesterday with big road signs that weren't there the day before. They seem to be trying to address things. Let's hope they do with that with parking. I would say get here early is what I would tell you. The earlier, the better. So we just wanted to address that for all the listeners. Uh, you know, still come out and see us, uh, but get here early. So, uh, one other thing we wanted to mention is bed and barn. If you're towing your horse uh, from, the, from the north part of the east coast to the south, well, this part of the country is about halfway, and we want you to stay at bed and barn farms. It's near here because that's where we're staying. Uh, they have plenty of room for large trailers, large stalls, paddocks for your horses. It's a good place to stop over on your trip south and lodging for you as well. It sleeps eight, and we had five in there, la- six in there last night, so it sleeps comfortably. Pull out your cell phone and book your room today. Bed and Barn Farms, located at Forest City, North Carolina, 10 minutes from here. And you can find them at Bed and Barn Farms, NorthNC.com. Bed and Barn Farms, NC.com. And now the people of Wake. Well, I am over here at the Land Rover booth. Yes, they're here, and they're here with the test drives again. And, you know, many of you have been to Rolex or Land Rover now, three-day event, and you, many of you have been there, and you've seen it, and you've done it. Well, you can do it here, and it's a different course. It's on top of the hill, and it looks fun. Christoph is with me. Hi there. Yes. Uh, so we actually have two drives uh, this year. We have a teen drive. Um, for people that are 14 years uh, or older and are... Oh, they don't have to have a license? Yeah, they don't have to have a permit at all. So they're, they're Is that in the why car. there was padded walls around here? <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it as safe yeah. as possible. Um, and so Extra they, airbags. Yeah. <laughs> and they're able to drive our compact vehicle, so our Discovery Sport and our Evoque. However, that's not limited just to teens. Uh, adults can also take that if they want to test drive those cars. But then we have the full-on adult drive, and so that's for our mid-size and large vehicles. So the Range Rover Velar, Range Rover Sport, Range Rover, and the Discovery. If you are coming here and you've never done this, you have to do it. It is a blast. I've done it a couple times over at uh, Kentucky, and it is just a blast. Yeah, it's fantastic. And for people who are maybe tentative, a little uh, hesitant, um, you always have an instructor with you in the front passenger seat. Oh, they don't let you do this alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they want to make sure that you're getting, that you're not only having a good time while driving, but also understanding all the mechanics. So they go over what's happening with the vehicle, um, all the different functions of the vehicle as well, just showing off everything that you can do. I'm kind of glad they did because Range Rovers uh, just have so many buttons and whistles now. And the different things that the car will do, it's so interesting to hear about it when you're driving that you wouldn't know if you did it yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've come a, a long way. We, uh, we used to just have HDC, which is Hill Descent Control, which when people use it for the first time is very wild because what you're doing is you're taking your foot off the brake and just letting the car go downhill for you. And now we have Terrain Response 2, which is not only that, but also basically off-road cruise control, where you can set the speed and the vehicle is going to go up, downhill, and it's it's amazing what these cars can do now. We're just getting better and better with our technology. Wow. 
That's cool. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is really neat. Now, <laughs> you guys are located in front of the Legends building, which yeah, is down in the China. middle, mm-hmm. right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you have a big, beautiful building here. Yeah. Um, so, but the course is up top. How are people, what do people do? They come absolutely. to the building here first? So, so, yeah, we kind of have a nice flow. So we have the, the ultimate stable, which is right in front of the Tryon Stadium. And here people can check in. Um, at our main area, they can get a, f- uh, a few goodies. We've got um, some Land Rover sunscreen because it's it's sunny and hot out here when it's not raining. Yeah. Um, and then they can for the also next day. <laughs> yeah for the next day. <laughs> and then they can also go home with um, our our Land Rover commemorative mug as well, so they could take that with them as well as learn about a few of our products. From here, checking in, we send guests to the drive registration, which is down at the end of Vendor Village. Okay. And that's where they'll check in, they'll sign their drive waivers, and then they'll get straight into a vehicle from there, either for the teen drive or for the full-on adult drive, and then they'll do the drive. That's great. Well, thank you very much. What's the website, by the way, for your... So we have uh, JaguarLandRoverUSA.com. Very good. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, so another random find here at WEG is Brianna Bartlett, who's a gold medalist in para-raining, yes, right? Yes, yeah. And you were in the early beginning stages of para-raining when Been it first started. Been here since day one, yeah. How long ago did para-raining start? We, uh, the first ever demo for para-raining was back in 2014, so yeah. And then you were part of the 2016 team. Where'd the gold medal come from? Um, I competed for the United States in 20, well, I've competed in 2015 and 2016 and 2017 and yeah so it's been good but uh we got the gold medals in 2016 at the aqha world show yeah which is really cool it was really great and you're still a rainer i assume still a still rainer, doing it yes. tell us about your horse um i actually am riding two different horses right now i still have western Wiz, who's owned by lisa coulter and bob thompson from canada and then um i have a, my own horse who is uh his name is joey but he's uh Hopefully, he's a four-year-old. We're just kind of starting to learn each other, and he's coming off a little bit of an injury. So hopefully here in this next year, we're going to be out in the show pen. Why are you a para? Um, I'm a paraplegic, so um, I broke my back when I was 22. I have a spinal cord injury, so I'm paralyzed from the knees down, um, real weak in the back of my legs, you know, short distance walking, but yeah. Yeah, you're, you're standing you know, here doing here the, interview. the interview. So what kind of aids do you need? Do you need any? Um, I wear braces on both of my legs. When I'm riding, I use rubber bands to keep my feet in the stirrups because I, otherwise they just flop out. Um, and, you know, it just really depends on the horse. If I need to, I can use a crop to, you know, kind of help replace a little bit of leg. Because that's allowed. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, if I have to grab the horn, that's available too in the pair of raining. So just for balance. And why raining? You know what? It's been my passion since day one. Um, when I first started getting back into the horses, it wasn't even available. It wasn't a thing. And so um, I started back in paradressage just to learn about the adaptive aids. And um, when when I found out raining was a thing, I was there. That I just was all in. So my Western my English saddles got packed in the closet <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> Well, it's so good to see you here. You mentioned Lisa Coulter. She was our Spotlight Rainer for 2010 WEG. Yeah. And we're hopefully going to catch up with her today. I she did well so. yesterday. She did. She placed 26th, I believe, overall. Um, she's going to go again today for the individual. And we're just, I'm going to be And they take 15 or 20 of the individuals today, I think. I believe so. Yeah, and then yeah. they move on. And then they move on. For the gold. Yeah. yeah. So well, we're, we love her. She's the sweetest, nicest person in the world. She's got a big she's heart. She's very Canadian. Yeah, she's very Canadian. Big heart. And 
<laughs> she loves the para program too, so she's just been awesome. All right, give us a go, Canada. Go, Canada! Woo! I'm going to be screaming like crazy out there today. Sounds terrific. Right. Four o'clock, that starts if you're watching FEIT. Yeah. All right, thanks. Thank you. Perfect. Oh, we didn't mention your video where people can find it. Let's Oops. do that. Okay. Uh, add it on here. Okay. Uh, and you have a video too, which people can watch on YouTube? Yes. Where do they go? What do they find? If uh, you search World Para Raining on YouTube, you can find it there. There's actually a couple different versions and a couple different videos. Um, it's showing here today at the Equus Film Festival, or actually throughout the whole way at the Equus Film Festival. Um, World Para Raining. Yeah. And yep. that's where they'll find it on YouTube. Absolutely. Great. Thanks, much. Thank you. Well, before we wrap up today's show, we're going to play the rest of the interviews for you that uh, Samantha did. Why don't we introduce these? And we have next coming up. Will Coleman, U.S. rider riding uh, tight lines. He was a last-minute substitute. Uh, only found out Saturday morning that he was coming here when Marilyn Little had to withdraw due to her horse picking up. Well, that's up last minute. That is pretty last minute. <laughs> and actually, when I was walking the course yesterday, I saw Marilyn Little. She flew in yesterday to support the u.s team and to help cool out and do whatever they needed doing which i thought was really good sportsmanship on her part so uh will stepped up he's here on his uh gray thoroughbred tight lines who's an out and out galloping jumping machine super fast that wasn't me and um he was pleased with this test yeah i think reasonably yeah he was you know he, he's not no one's watching him trot around here and thinking he might be a dressage horse <laughs> and uh i think given uh you know the atmosphere in there and kind of how this would be his weakest phase by a long shot i think he was good you know he's going to get better with time but he's still relatively green and needs to get stronger and i was happy i mean i don't think i could have asked for a lot more and he's not on the team for the dressage so well i hope not they'd probably be a little disappointed if he is but no i think he's you know he's he's a thoroughbred and he's here really for Saturday and, and Sunday he's a good jumper usually as well so that's going to be where we put our focus now and this phase is done we just got to look ahead and next up Blythe Tate who doesn't love Blythe Tate uh, we, he was in the New Zealand press conference the other day and he he was um, I can't remember the first world games he was at but he's been at several along with Mark Todd and um Someone asked him, like, you know, you're such an old hand. Does it become, does it become sort of boring for you almost? He was like, no. He said, it's been so long since I've been to one that I'm, it feels like it's new again. I'm, I'm pretending it's my first. <laughs> so um, he was thrilled with his horse. He did a great test. And he's just uh, almost like watching. You can learn a lot sometimes just from listening. And just, I think what I'm most surprised when you listen to people like Blythe and Mark and, and Andrew Hoy, they're still so humble and they're still so... Happy to be here. I mean, it's just lovely. Radio listeners, I'm lucky to secure Blythe Tate here now. Just post his dressage test. Tell me what you thought about that. Thanks, Blythe. Uh, I'm very pleased. Uh, the horse isn't very experienced at this level, uh, so it was a big ask for him. And he let me really ride him. Always when you come out, you wish you'd some, sort of done a little bit more, but I guess it was sensible not to rock the boat too much going out as first team member. Um, but on the whole, I'm really pleased with them. Yeah, that's super. And tell me what you think about the cross-country course with your horse in particular. Um, I think it'll suit him, to be honest. Uh, there's a lot to look at, and he's a bit inexperienced, so whether he gets a bit distracted, um, he's quite a careful horse, tiny bit spooky. Uh, so he'll have to put his brave pants on, but um, it's a good galloping course. The going is perfect, well, it is at the moment. Um, I just guess it's going to be luck of the draw as to whether you go in a monsoon or hot hot sunshine with 30 degrees so we're just uh, 
going to wait and see what, what we've provided with and ride accordingly. Super. Thanks for talking with us. Uh, let's take a listen to Gemma Tassel. I've got a soft spot for Gemma. She's just a really bubbly, lovely British girl. She's got an off track. Oh, I don't actually don't know if he raced, but he's a big, rangy thoroughbred. Um, she's struggled in the past with them dressage, but she's now really got the hang of it. Um, he's a cross country machine. Um, she's a great team member. She's um, I don't know. There's just I just I just really like her. Uh, all the Brits, I think, they're, Tina says something about that. You know, they're just a great team and they really are. And, um, yeah, she's just fun to listen to, I think. And her horse is called Arctic Soul. She had, I think she was one of the first people to try and put the – she put a syndicate together to buy him. It's the Arctic Soul syndicate. She was one of the first people to do that. I, I don't know. It's just something about her. Are you pleased with him? Yeah, over the moon with him. Very, very stingy judges, but um, I was super happy with the horse, yeah. And how is he kind of flipping with the atmosphere? Yeah, he's been amazing. Um, he kept his cool in there. He felt really good to let me ride him. Um, you know, he did all the movements. I thought it was a pretty clear round. Um, one change wasn't perfect, but apart from that, he was pretty spot on. And then the last up for today. Victoria Scott, the South African rider I talked to, who's just uh, inspiring. She trains in France managed to get herself over here uh not on the horse not on the first horse that she would have wanted her horse went lame uh two days before not lame got cast um and so two days um, before she was supposed to come here she changed her mind and brought the nine-year-olds and um you know it's just another one of those stories she's not she's not coming for a team she's not uh, in with the chance of a medal really but she's just happy to be here proud of her horse and enjoying the experience um i didn't expect he was going to be so scared of flowers <laughs> but shame he, he, he got through it <laughs> oh, shame. and and can you tell us a bit more about about you and the horse where are you based uh, i'm based in france okay. sadly we can't um, be based in south africa because we've got a very long quarantine to exit south africa I'm based in France and um, this is actually my second string horse because my first string horse got cast in the box one two days before leaving so this is a young horse he's only nine so this is quite a big big experience for him (laughs) where in France are you based Uh, I'm based in Cognac it's just north of Bordeaux okay and how long have you been there Uh, I've been there for one year and I've been in France for six years and who do you train with I was with Rudolf Scherer and now I, I train with uh, individual trainers and my fiance Edouard Edouard Legend. And what? And this is a young horse. You say, what kind of character is he to, to work with? And um, he's uh, he's terrified at home. So the, the spooking at the flowers is quite normal at home. Okay. <laughs> but um, he's normally wonderful in the cross country. He's very straight, very honest. So I'm hoping that works for us. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see on Saturday. What do you think of the course? It's beautiful, really, really beautiful. It's a, it's a long gallop at the end, um, but he's done wonderful options on everything, so we all have a chance of making it to the finish. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for hanging around. We know this show, show went probably a little bit longer than our other episodes, but we had lots of good content, and when there's so much going on, we try and fit it in. And uh, we're looking forward to being here with you again tomorrow, and we have a uh, tomorrow's a little bit lighter day for us, actually, only two competitions instead of three. So uh, we'll give you the results of that tomorrow evening. These shows come out every night. We try and get them out by 9 to 10 o'clock. I know a lot of you, we met some of our listeners today, were passing re- refresh on their players last night, hoping for it to come out. 
so we'll get them out as soon as we can. You can find all of our shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com or, and this particular show at 2018wegshow.com. We have an app for the Horse Radio Network. It's free. It's easy to use. It's probably the best way to listen to all of our shows. Search iOS or Android for Horse Radio Network. And uh, what else? That's it. That's it. We're out of here. Yeah. Thanks, Samantha. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow.